to see today's photo, go to mtforchrist.org or follow me, M.T. Clark, on Facebook or Twitter. Good morning. Today's photo of a, uh, of a blue, blue and cloud-filled sky above the expanse of a partially frozen Lake George comes to us from a friend who took advantage of an, of an unseasonably warm February day to go hiking back on the 23rd of February. Their post optimistically declared the ice is melting, and since then, the seasonal tide in upstate New York may have changed as warm weather over the past weekend has caused a good deal of the ice and snow that had been in abundance to dissipate. However, March is a mangy lion at times, and my virtual personal assistant annoyingly reports that although the re uh, that although it's been nice, uh, that flurries are a possibility, even though the temperatures uh, currently are above freezing, freezing and are forecasted to rise. I was so annoyed uh, with this apparent meteorological impossibility that I asked my electronic friend, how can we have snow if it's above freezing? To which she replied, it is snowing right now causing me to retort, are you serious? Uh, to, which my, to which my electronic assistant replied, I take helping you very seriously. Regardless of her electronic claims to take her job of helping me seriously, her report of falling snow caused me to look outside to see if she knew what she was talking about. It may be snowing somewhere this morning, but it is not snowing outside of my window, proving once again the risk we take when we trust machines too much. But even though it doesn't make any sense that it would snow when the temperature is above freezing, again reported by a machine, I went and looked anyway, because sometimes weird things happen uh, despite our expectations, and sometimes seemingly contradictory things equally coexist when logic tells us they shouldn't. My friend in California recently shared a video of his reaction to falling hail. His surprised expression testified to the rarity of that type of weather happening near his home without him having to say a word. Likewise, sometimes on the path of Christian discipleship, we can see things in our lives that contradict who we are in Christ. The second step of the Steps to Freedom in Christ, which details the conflict of deception versus truth, presents several ways that we can be deceived by the world and by ourselves, along with various coping mechanisms we may employ to wrongly defend ourselves. One item that is on the list uh, of ways that we deceive ourselves is hearing God's word but not doing what it says. Um, if we are honest, I think every Christian out there would have to admit to the fact that even though we understand that God's word is true and it presents wisdom for living, we don't always do what it says. I am pretty sure that uh, that one is on the list to expose any Christians that may be deceiving themselves into believing that they are without sin. No matter how well we may have been able to renew our minds and purify ourselves of our previously overt sinful habits, none of us should be able to declare that we always do what God's Word says perfectly. Only Jesus lived a perfect life, and even if we have conquered many of our besetting sins, we would have to set up some special conditions, like total isolation, to claim that we love our neighbors as ourselves, or that we perfectly obey Christ's injunction to love your enemies. Um, but don't get it twisted, like some people do. We are, in, we are incapable of being perfect. 
Uh, that's why we need Jesus to be perfect for us. We are made righteous because of him. We're not just perfect because we're Christians. However, that doesn't mean that we sh just stay in the darkness of where Christ found us when, we, when he called us from death to life. Although we won't be able to claim perfection, our lives can be transformed by applying the wisdom of God's word to our lives. We can make progress. The purpose of the deception versus truth step of the steps to freedom in Christ is to reveal to repentant, to repentant Christians the ways that we have been lied to by the world system and the ways that we have lied to ourselves uh, to provide a basis from which we can confront the lies that we have believed with the truth of who we are now in Christ, which is drawn from the truth of God's word. As Christians who have accepted Jesus, the truth, the way, and the life, as our Lord and Savior, one of the first things we should commit ourselves to is the truth. We should recognize and agree with the fact that the Word of God is true. And if we believe the Bible is true, we should also agree with what the Word of God says about us as Christians. I am sharing a link today on the blog to a post that includes the Who I Am in Christ list for anyone who struggles with what it means to be a Christian. The list, developed by Dr. Neil Anderson, is based on the Word of God and declares the truth of who we are in Christ and the scripture references for each statement. In addition to, be, to being grounded uh, in our identity in Christ, uh, as, as those who follow the way, the truth, and the life, we should also make the commitment to put our money where our mouth is by practicing honesty. The mystical practice of honesty is pretty simple, actually. To quote that unknown hip-hop soundbite from my, my youth, stop lying. Uh, anyway, if you were entrenched in sin and the ways of the world like I was before coming to Christ, lying wasn't just an occasional misstep. It was a way of life. If you are not doing what you're supposed to do or or are hiding a lifestyle of sin, lying is the method you employ to stay in the shadows. Um, but since we have been transferred, uh, transferred from the uh, kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light uh, through our faith in Christ, I made the, you know I made the commitment early on to just tell the truth and all the truth and nothing but the truth. So help me God. And guess what? When I committed myself to practice, to the practice of honesty, God did help me. Uh, the enemy keeps us locked in bondage to our sins and the negative mind states that we experience through deception. Even uh, when we confess all our sins, like the character Chunk did in the movie Goonies, when he was threatened with torture by admitting to everything he ever did wrong in his entire life, we are set free from the power of the enemy and the burdens of our past. After we come to Christ, we are new creations. We are no longer who we used to be. And when we confess to the Lord all our wrongs, we can accept the forgiveness that Christ has given us. And we can walk away from the darkness of our former lives. We have been forgiven. So now it is just a matter of staying right with God by being honest with him, with ourselves and with everyone else in our lives. The feelings of liberation that we can experience when we no longer have anything to hide is significant. The freedom that honesty brings fills us with joy and encourages us to stay honest. So be honest. Drop the con and fess up. 
uh, to the Lord and make the commitment to walk in the light as he is in the light by telling the truth in all your dealings. When you do that, you will see how wonderful it is to have, uh, is to have, is to not have to remember all the details of the lies you have you have told. You will know what peace and freedom actually mean. So keep walking and talking with God. Build yourself up in the most holy faith by continually reminding yourself who you are in Christ, and make that biblical truth manifest in your life by walking the walk and talking the talk that reflects the truth, the way, and the life that Jesus Christ has given you. This morning's, today's Bible verse <laughs> comes to us from the New Living Translation Bible Promise Book for Men. This morning's meditation verse is Romans 5.3, and it says, We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance. Today's verse provides a counterintuitive response and perspective to the problems and trials we will experience in life. Paul is teaching on the realities of the life of Christians in, uh, in his letter to the church in Rome and doesn't pull any punches. He readily admits that the ch Roman that the Roman Christians' lives uh, that mm, that the lives of the Roman Christians will not be free of problems or trials, but instead of telling the church to run and hide from these difficult situations, he encourages them to rejoice because even problems and trials in, in life can be seen to have a purpose, to endure. As much as, we, as, as much as education may be revered in our society, we also give respect to people who have been there and done that. We respect and often seek out people to help us who have experience. Some, someone telling you what to expect because they have read about it in a book may be given some attention, but hearing a personal testimony of someone who has actually lived through an experience that you are dealing with, you, uh, with uh, is, is the advice you usually really listen to. Why? Uh, because that, the person with a testimony endured. They made it through. Our Christian maturity doesn't come from just listening to teachings and, and from reading books. Our maturity comes from us applying God's wisdom to our experience, even during problems and trials. Are we really Christians? One of the proofs of our fruit is how we deal with the problems and trials we will face. Paul tells us to rejoice because problems and trials can help us to endure and to really practice what we preach. Anyone can claim Christianity on sunny days where everything is great, but when we face opposition, persecutions, problems, and trials, because of our faith, we can really know that we are who God says we are, and we can really grow in our maturity as Christians when we rely on God's presence, wisdom, and strength to see us through. So if you are having problems and trials as Christians, don't run back to the ways of the world. Go to the Lord and draw from his strength and rejoice because you know that your God is more than able to help you and that if, that if nothing else, you will have the experience to one day help and encourage others to endure. As always, I invite all to go to mtforchrist.org uh, where I always share insights from prominent Christian theologians and counselors to assist my brothers and sisters in Christ with their walk. Today we begin sharing from a new resource, a short one. Uh, it's uh, June Hunt's Envy and Jealousy, Taming the Terrible Twins. 
so if you want to, if, if you struggle with envy or jealousy, this teaching's for you. Or if you deal with people who are envy or that envy or or are jealous, you know, you can get some uh, wisdom from this. Um, today's section basically examines the uh, the definitions of what is envy, and you know, is envy always wrong? Um, if you want <laughs> want to have the basic definition and know if envy is always wrong, uh, go to mtforchrist.org and check out that, that resource at the end of today's podcast, or well, at the end of today's blog, um, because at the end of the, today's podcast, I'm not reading it. Anyway, um, we do... It, we do realize that the one thing about our Christian walk is it never ends. And uh, the, the best way to experience the peace of enduring um, is by practicing what we preach, by living honest life before our Lord and before other people. And, uh, you know, that, that, that little practice is basically the path of Christian discipleship, to walk the walk and talk the talk of uh who God says we are and what we are to do according to, 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 to the teaching of the, of the Bible. Um, we do that here at the podcast by sharing uh, the classes that we've taught last year uh, for Victory Over the Darkness, The Bondage Breaker, and Freedom in Christ. Uh, they're available on the podcast, and uh, if you wanted the printed materials, you can always receive them free of charge by contacting me at mtforchrist247 at gmail.com. Um, we also obviously revere the Word of God, and we uh, we encourage people to study the Bible. Um, we do that in our own little way by sharing our Bible study discussion that we have once a week uh, with Arthur and Susanna Sincati. Uh, our our study is called Bible Study with the Sincatis, and it's available on, on mtforchrist.org as well as the podcast. So if you want to check those out, just search Bible Study with the Sincatis, and you'll get a whole bunch of uh, uh teaching uh, from us. Um, currently leading uh, a participant through uh, the Steps to Freedom in Christ, so I pray for that process tonight to be completed, and we pray for a hedge of protection around me and him uh, as we go about our day so we can uh, meet later this evening um, to finish the steps, to, to, to resolve the, spiritual, uh, the personal and spiritual conflicts that they're going through, uh, to have them fully experience their freedom. Um, if you don't know what that's about, um, that's what this whole podcast is about. Um, basically experiencing your freedom in Christ. Um, if you want to know what the steps to freedom are, um, you can go to the blog and search steps to freedom in Christ. And there's one post that just has nothing but the steps. Um, so you can check that out and to welcome, uh, you know, to, to go through them yourself individually, or uh, you can always reach out to freedom in Christ ministries to have a trained encourager lead you through. Um, yeah, because freedom's a good thing. Anyway, let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for another day in your kingdom. Uh, we thank you for the opportunity to serve you this evening in that steps appointment. And we thank you for all the people listening today. We pray for their prayers, uh, that you would come alongside them and their needs and their wants and, uh, uh, and, and to grant them what, what they need, uh, to, for their, for their Christian walk today and in the days ahead. Lord, we pray for the Holy Spirit to bless us all today uh, with your with your wisdom and your truth and your guidance. Uh, Lord, show us, the, show us what we need to know and what we need to do uh, to represent you here on the earth. Lord, we thank you and we love you. And we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.